0: Standing Collective. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's 8 o'clock. I ain't gonna hold you. Let's go ahead and get right off into it. Breaking news. It ain't gonna be breaking by the time y'all hear this podcast, but this one will be posted as soon as I get to the crib. But anyway, Kim Potter found guilty on first and second degree manslaughter charges and the shooting death of Dante Wright during a traffic stop. Kim Potter been on the force over 20 years. Yell taser and she grabbed her service weapon instead of the taser and she fatally shot this man now first and foremost it's not a win yet understand some, okay it's not a win yet because sentencing hasn't taken place and with her time on the police force manslaughter what that's like five to ten maybe fifteen uh she got first and second degree so there's a real good chance that she'll do anywhere between Maybe five and seven, four and seven, depending on, you know what I'm saying, what they plan on doing, but don't get happy yet. The sentencing has not taken place. I understand that The family members involved are feeling pretty good right now because of the verdict, but it ain't over yet. I'm going to say it again. It ain't over yet. And we end up getting a little too happy because people get convicted. But yet we have to wait on the sentence. Okay. Amber Geiger should have got between 15 and 20. She got 10. Her second appeal to get the conviction dropped was overturned. That kind of passed by during a Cal Rittenhouse trial. Okay. No problem. But understand something. Yes, she's convicted. Two counts manslaughter. But we have to wait for the sentence. Now, what do we get up out of this? We get well, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say me, say me for right now because this is what I'm thinking and I'm surmising what I'm talking about this. What I get out of this, some police officers are being held accountable and accountable should be synonymous with the word punishment. Okay. It should be held synonymous with the word punishment. It's one thing to be convicted and it's a whole nother thing to be sentenced. The sentencing thing is what we need to focus on. How much time? Is she gonna get it? now? I'll go back into it one more time. She's been on the force for over 20 years. I believe she was a lieutenant before everything popped off. And this is a case I had been monitoring, but I hadn't been monitoring closely because we had a couple real important trials going on. We had the McMichaels and uh Roddy for Ahmed Aubrey, and then we had a Cal Rittenhouse. For... So, what we need to be focused on right now is waiting to see what happens for the sentence now law enforcement needs to be held to a higher standard as the fact that they enforce the very laws that we have to obey and by them enforcing the laws they should abide by the same laws that they enforce also don't get it twisted they need to be held to a higher standard for those my uh military vets y'all understand that we got a code of conduct we got rules of engagement before you can pop off a firefight somewhere like iraq or afghanistan certain criteria has to be met before these things can take place that's why they're called rules of engagement these rules must be followed before you can engage this will lessen the likelihood of some stuff happening that doesn't need to happen okay if you've been overseas, you've been in the sandbox, you're a military vet, you got a family member that's been a vet. And if they've been in the shit, you can ask them, hey, rules of engagement. What are they? How does it work? And they will let you know what it is and how it works. But I'll break it down really quick. Just like I said before, basically some criteria has to be met before you can engage someone. Okay. Criteria has to be met before you can engage someone. So we don't have issues like... uh The man and woman in Ohio that got killed in a car because the car backfired and a policeman thought he was being shot at. You should know the difference in between a gunshot and a backfire. Okay. Shots from a gun. AR pistol shot, they don't sound like a backfire from an engine. Okay. And if you watch that documentary on Netflix, they'll go ahead and break everything down for you. I'm not about to get into that right now. And I'm trying not to keep up on so much of that stuff, because it is triggering, at least for me, it's triggering. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's triggering, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, Kim Potter found guilty on two counts of manslaughter. Yes, this is good, but it's not over yet. Don't start celebrating. Amber Geiger was also found guilty. Her sentence should have been more than what it was. It's okay, no problem, no pressure. we we'll see it for what it is. And you also have to keep an account that because these law enforcement officers have a type of service record, they will have leniency given to them for the fact of the type of employment that they do for the job that they do. They will get some type of leniency put toward them. Okay. But, yeah, this is good. But like I said, it's not over yet. Don't start getting happy. Too early to get happy right now. Wait for the sentencing and see what happens. Okay. We still have January 7th for the McMichaels and Roddy Williams sentencing. And with those guys being found on a good number of accounts, we can speculate on what it's going to be, but we still don't know yet. We still have to wait and see. Because of the ages of some of the parties involved, like Roddy Williams and George McMichael, there may be a good deal of leniency placed for them to because of their ages but they still need to be punished accountability needs to be synonymous with the word punishment it really does and the way the court cases have been going right now we've been seeing some things that we weren't normally seeing okay. uh with the case of the guy in colorado the truck driver that got hit with over a hundred years for his punishment i'm gonna speak on that real quick yeah that was pretty excessive I can understand if he was drunk while driving that, 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 that rig. I can understand if he was under the influence of drugs or narcotics as he was operating that rig. I think that was really excessive. Yeah, people lost their lives. I'm not, you know, trying to victim blame or shame. And he should have some time, but over a hundred years, his sentence is excessive. Now him They didn't do a smear campaign on him as far as putting him on trial for any type of infractions that he might have had, any type of crimes that he may have committed. You know what I'm saying? You didn't see a lot of that. So his record must have been pretty clean, but he didn't receive any type of leniency. Now, justice, quote unquote, supposed to be blind. So a lot of these things need to be taken into account. Because if you got somebody with a pretty clean record, really haven't gotten into any type of major trouble outside of maybe some speeding tickets, you No. Know, I'm wondering, and this is a rhetorical question, I'm just thinking out loud, should some of this stuff be taken into account on his behalf? should it have been taken into account on his behalf? or was it something that, you know, a lot of people were upset because of the carnage that was wreaked in that crash, and that was a pretty big crash. And there were a few people that died, yes. Rest in peace to them, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, he should have time, but is 100 years plus, I think he got 118 total, is that overkill? Because his soul is going to still be in that cell for about another 30 years after he passed away. That's crazy to me. So something that could be considered negligence, Such as her second-degree manslaughter charge for Kim potter. I mean, let's be real. You know the difference in weight between a weapon. You know the difference in weight between a weapon that's loaded. This is something I stress to my wife all the time. I tell her, I'll hand her the pistol. Ask her, hey, is this loaded? Is it not loaded? What does it feel like? Well, why are you trying to... I'm trying to teach you so that way you know. In case you ever get into any shit and I'm not around. I don't want nothing to happen there. Of course, that's my family. But these are things you need to know. Also, it has been a point of contention as far as law enforcement officers go on where they need to keep their taser and where they need to keep the service weapon. If you're right-handed, your service weapon... I mean, people want it on the left side. They want it on the weak hand instead of the strong hand. And we know why. Because first instinct is to use your dominant hand. So maybe if you're right-handed and your service weapon is on your left and your taser's on your right, it's what you won't mix them up. Granted, like I said, you got to take into account the weight of the weapon versus the weight of the taser. You got metal, you got plastic. The weights are different. The feel is different. The texture on the grip is different. You should be able to tell whether you're holding your service weapon and whether you're holding your taser. That's something that needs to be you know what I'm saying, expounded on when people are in the academy, so that way they know. That way there's no question. Because situations like this, in the heat of the moment, depending on the situation, yeah, I believe it can happen. But once again, you enforce the laws, you need to be held to a high standard, such as the high standard of law that you choose to enforce. It's simple. It needs to be simple. It doesn't need to be made difficult. It doesn't need to be hard. There's no reason for that. It needs to be something so simple that it's easy for a kid to figure out. And I know people that are training their kids on knowledge of guns and rifles and stuff like that. And these are things that, you know, people need to teach and talk about. This is stuff that needs to be said. That way the kids know. Is this loaded? Is this not loaded? They know the difference in between how a hunting rifle should feel loaded and unloaded. There's a difference in between an air rifle, an airsoft gun, or a BB gun, as opposed to an actual rifle. They should be able to tell the difference. And I know parents that are, you know, training their kids how to hunt and everything like that, and they're teaching these things to the kids. They're trying to make sure that the kids know. And if you've got parents that are harping on this, the law, the police academy ought to harp on this too. That's real. That's real shit. This stuff needs to be talked about and it needs to be focused on. Do we need to defund the police? The police don't need to be militarized. The police do serve a necessary purpose in all the communities across the country. That much is true. But they don't need to have MRAPs. They don't need M4s and ACOGs. Unless you're in some type of SWAT unit. If you're in a SWAT unit, I get it. If you're just a regular beat cop or some shit, nah you don't need to have access to all that stuff it's too much for you now if you've had some type of military background then yeah i guess that needs to be taken into account but if you're a vet and you're joining the police force or state police or or what have you understand something these guys know about rules of engagement and they're gonna try to de-escalate a situation as much as possible
1: one of the problems that we
0: have with law enforcement right now is that the de escalation procedures are basically null and void. A lot of people don't try to de escalate. A lot of officers just try to spark it up. Because they know they can catch you slipping, they can push a button and catch a charge. Not all officers, but there's a good amount of them out there doing it. And we all know the one thing you don't do to a cop, it ain't even about saying fuck the police anymore. It's about being disrespectful to a cop in that as soon as the cop think you being disrespectful, they think you trying them, and that's when they come with the craziness. Now, in Kim Potter's case, there was none of that going on, okay? She was yelling taser. She had her service weapon. She took a man's life. Like I say, it's a little too early to be excited, although it is cause to say, hey, that's a step in the right direction. Don't get it twisted. Don't misquote my words. You know what I'm saying? Understand what I'm saying. I'm going to be clear. Okay. Her conviction? Step in the right direction. It's not over until she gets sentenced. And that sentence needs to reflect what happened. Your sentence needs to reflect statements in her report as far as what she said. Because me being me, I like watching audit the audit. And you got people out there that are in law enforcement and they know They're doing one thing, and then they're writing something else in the report. They know that they're pushing buttons and doing all type of little sideways stuff because they know how to use the system to their advantage. Basically manipulate people's words and whatnot to go ahead and get charges and whatnot. And when they can't get a charge, what do they do? Ah, disorderly conduct. That's pretty vague as far as what's what. I mean, I know there's a definition for it, but they got... They got some broad powers when it comes to stuff like that. Let's just be real and be honest and tell you what it is. But, yeah, Kim Potter, convicted. First and second degree manslaughter. She got two counts. Yeah. Still got to wait for the sentencing. As of right now, not sure what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to hold her. She's probably going to get to wait until her sentencing before she got to actually, you know, see what's what. And we go to the next level to see what happens. There's a little bit going on, and there's a little bit of waiting we got left to do. So we'll just wait that last little bit, and then we see what happens. But yeah, step in the right direction. Don't twist it. Don't get it confused. Step in the right direction. But it's not over with. Okay? So I'm all folks out there that want to go celebrate, and yeah, there's people out in the streets that's happy about it. We get it. The family members that are involved, they feel some sense of relief because we have somebody that's being held accountable for their actions when a lot of the times they're not held to any type of accountability they're not held to any type of real standard but we had van dyke we had chavin we still have the other three officers involved with that we still got to see where that's gonna go we had amber geiger she got her sentence it's not a paradigm shift because when stuff like this happens there's always something crazy that follows right behind it but for the but for the justice system as a whole, yeah, cops need to be held accountable. Shit is getting old now. People need to get punished for what they do because if it was anybody else, punishment is just a secondary thought. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when and how much. And everybody else, like I say, they need to be held to that same standard. And we see a lot of the times that it's not being held to that same standard. People are getting literally getting away with murder. Now, certain issues, certain circumstances, I I get it. I see what it is. But you know what? When it comes to stuff like this, you have to start making examples out of people, just like an example was made out of that truck driver getting 118 goddamn years. You got to start making examples out of some of these cops that are not taking their job seriously. They're not taking their stuff seriously. These people got to get what they get. All right. Well, that's about all I got. I'm going to keep it brief. Like I said, i will not try to hold you. I just had to get off into it. About to go ahead and post this up. Let me shout my people out. Shout out to Mr. Collective, host of The Collective Show. Also, my co-host on Canaan Collective. Shout out to TM, The Trash Mechanic, host of The Trash Mechanic Podcast, and The Trash Mechanic Podcast on YouTube. Shout out to the Homie Gyro. You guys need any type of artwork done, J-Y-R-O underscore H-W-D. You can find them on IG. Hit him up, send him a message, tell him Marco Kane sent you. I'm not sure if he go cut you a little discount or not. He just might, but just let him know that I sent you over there. Go ahead, and get your stuff. I know after I get some things together, I plan on getting some ink done, and I'm gonna have him do my drawing to get my ink done. So y'all already know what it is. Oh, and don't let me forget, shout out to the homie Breathe Easy, all caps Breathe Easy. He's host of the Breathe Easy podcast on Spotify. Uh, yeah, he's on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. And he's also on anchor.fm slash breathe easy. And he's also on YouTube and IG. All caps, breathe easy, Spell the right way. B-R-E-A-T-H-E-E-A-S-Y. Y'all be safe. Take care. Christmas is almost here. Be careful. Be safe. The wolves are out there. Try not to get caught up in anything crazy. Keep your ass on swivels. Y'all already know what it is. The wolves is out and they hungry. Everybody looking like food. You know what I'm saying? If you got your power tools, you make sure you take a power tool with you. You never know when you need a hammer. You never know when you need a blower. You never know when, you know, you might have to. Well, shit, y'all already know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Y'all know what it is. Be safe, take care. That's all I got. Peace.